0: Mind Gap Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug... I'm Jill. Yeah. Yeah. Just is not here this week. (laughs) And that's okay because he's got computer problems. He's got PP problems. (laughs) That's what we call it. When you have computer problems, you have PP problems. You could use that at work if you want. See what happens. (laughs) Don't don't tell HR I told you that, but that's what will happen. So he's got some computer problems. He's able to get through doing some editing stuff, but he's like, I don't know if I can podcast this week. And I was like, you know what? This is an excellent opportunity for me to bring to bring this cool cat. I almost said this bag of bones. It's not nice.
1: <laughs> the old bag of bones. The old.
0: That's what they call it. The yeah. old bag of bones. I was yeah. like, hey, do you want a podcast with me? And you were like, all right.
1: All right. I mean, I had to commute from downstairs. Yeah. So it was a bit of a trip. If I'm being
0: honest, it was a lukewarm. All right. You know, it wasn't uh, it well, wasn't it was emphatic, like, like, yeah,
1: hey, what are we going to talk about? That's always what I want to know. That's fair.
0: We often talk about really serious shit. So we don't really talk yeah. about fun stuff. So you're like, can we talk about something fun that's not depressing? Because when right. we've had you on in the past, it's been
1: Brett Kavanaugh and Trump. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Those were the I know the Trump yeah. was one. Of the other one was Brett Kavanaugh. Wow. OK.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So. <laughs> So we're going to do a one-minute HR report. Joel, HR report on the status of the world. What do you think? How's it going out there? What do you think?
1: Uh, the world's on fire. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know you were going to do this.
0: That's that's the job, baby.
1: Come on. I thought we weren't going to do HR stuff.
0: Hey, One minute. Welcome to the one-minute report, HR report with Jill checking in. Going live now, Jill. What's that HR weather looking like out there?
1: I think the main thing that I think is interesting, well, maybe not so interesting about what's going on right now is, I think employers making a big push to bring people back into the office, and they're like saying that this is what we need to do, and you know, all those the old days are over, and I I think it's honestly an opportunity, or I think it's a An effort on their part to take control back. And um, I don't think it's going to work because I think employees have gotten flexibility and they want to keep it. And we've proven we don't need to be in the office. So I think a lot of people are feeling like, oh, I'm going to have to go back into the office. But I think what you're hearing in the news is employers panicking. And if you play the long game and other employers who believe in remote work play the long game, they're going to be the ones that win the talent and the ones that are going back to the old ways are going to lose. So.
0: so what would you tell those employers that are hanging on by the short and curlies to the old days? What would you tell them? Let it go. There you go. Let here, it go. <laughs> and that's been the HR Minute with Jill. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for playing along with that. I was like, I have to, sure. we have to do something, sure. but we won't make it the whole episode. Instead of sixty minutes of it, it's just one minute, you know, and that's that felt like a good minute, you know. Thank you. A solid minute. Thanks. This bitch knows her stuff.
1: <laughs> sometimes I can improvise.
0: Yeah, sometimes. sometimes she's good. Don't let her fool you.
1: I can do it. I just like reluctantly do it. Mm-hmm. I'm Like mm, you didn't tell me we we're gonna do this. That's right.
0: But so we're there, going off there, script, we baby. It, so there you go. Yeah, so uh, there you go. If you're uh, if you're an employer who's forcing people to go back to work, get fucked. You heard it here <laughs> from her. Um, yeah,
1: that was a direct quote. You know.
0: Yeah paraphrasing get fucked (laughs) uh so it's october yeah isn't that crazy we're already in october um we got we got our cool neighbors that neighbors (laughs) that are (laughs) we have some awesome rad neighbors that go hard for halloween and uh it's always fun to see what they're up to but uh are you getting you getting ready for halloween you feeling it
1: i like the season Mm -hmm. um i aspire to decorate but then i don't really get it together still haven't got it together it's easy to get into the spirit of it because you know natalie loves it Mm -hmm. uh natalie is taken to needing an advent calendar for both halloween and christmas so we are doing that now she's very excited today she got an eyeball so that was exciting oh
0: i didn't know what she got she that. really
1: wanted you to see it. And then she got a pretty good one. That's so pretty that cool.
0: Pretty Did she take it with her to school?
1: I don't think so. Okay. I didn't see it anywhere. It's bouncing around on the table downstairs somewhere. <laughs>
0: I saw one. It was like the little little vampire guy. Yeah. Or skeleton a little, guy. A like, Yeah, like bobble Yeah. That's weird. the only thing I've seen. What was day two?
1: Uh, well, the first one was a slinky.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. slinky. So
1: the, the little dude that was mm-hmm. number two.
0: Yeah, number so, two. That's yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I like the season. It's fun. Yeah, Halloween's fun.
0: I have to say, I've gotten to enjoy Halloween more
1: since having Natalie. Yeah.
0: Like, I hit an age where I was like, I'm an adult. And uh, when I met adults that were like, it's Halloween. I'm like, all right. I don't know how I feel about this, being an adult and being like super into um Halloween I don't know I get I get I get I see why it's fun but I don't know for something about it like an adult that's like this is my holiday I'm like all right well I well, mean I there think, could be worse ones I suppose I, I
1: think those people typically were like looking forward to an excuse to get really drunk and do dumb shit which hey hey that's fun sometimes. you got
0: St. Patrick's Day for that <laughs> but this one you get to well I mean kind of dressed up more yeah. dress up for for Halloween than than for Saint I think Patrick's
1: that Day. that's often where we heard that stuff from so it was kind of like a weird thing to get excited about but um natalie loves it it's a lot of fun i love the weather this time of year and um this year we're actually gonna dress up which she's very don't excited spoil it. about don't
0: spoil it you'll see pictures
1: you'll see pictures she's very excited because yeah. mom and dad are gonna partake i
0: can't remember the last time i dressed up actually no i do i dressed up for halloween at work a couple of years ago i was a dragon uh, oh yeah, for, uh, that onesies around here the onesie, <laughs> yeah, the onesie dragon. For I was one of uh, the dragons, one of uh, Khaleesi's dragons. My my boss was Khaleesi, and the the three uh, trainers dressed up as her dragons, and we were all wearing really. She had a very elegant, like re- like legit Daenerys Targaryen uh, outfit, and we had onesies, like a big dragon onesies. Everything. Yeah, we had yeah. dragon onesies, and we we're like, ta da! Uh, but before that, I can't remember. Anytime that I dressed up. I remember I got a very stern, like, once you hit a certain age, you're not dressing up anymore. And I kind of agreed with it. I remember seeing, like, kids in, like, high school and beyond that were dressed up and doing going trick-or-treating. I think that's the other thing, too, is if, like, you're older and going trick-or-treating, it's like, hey, this isn't for you, you know?
1: Yeah. I suppose they could be out doing worse stuff though. Um, So if they're trick or treating, they're legit. That's what they're doing and having fun. It's better than them like egging people's houses and you know doing other stuff. There's
0: something about a certain age, and we've seen it when people come around here. I look at some of those kids. I'm like, you're too old for this. (laughs) This is really strange and uncomfortable that you're coming up to me and being like, I like some candy, and I'm like, "Mm." I'd rather give a
1: 16 year old candy though than like you know if it was like a 30 year old man, I'd be like. Okay, you what about, a, kid a, what with about a 30-year-old woman? <laughs> no.
0: You wouldn't have a problem with that?
1: No, I wouldn't think that that's okay either. No, I'd, be like, no,
0: I'd give her all the candy. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, I'd
1: be yeah, like, if look, there's a,
0: okay. Kid behind the any adult like, by themselves <laughs> right, going like, trick-or-treat, we'd be like, okay, listen, pal, weird. go down to the gas station and buy your own fucking candy. Yeah. Or go to Costco, right. <laughs> buy your 10 bag, your massive bag of that, and just sit at home dressed up like... Wild Bill from Silence of the Lambs, you know. Yeah. Do a little tuck and then have yourself a Twix <laughs> you or really, two.
1: You really paint a picture, don't you? That's my goal. Yeah. I'm here to paint a picture. Yeah. Bit of a
0: painter, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um so will you ever go to a haunted house with Natalie and I? I
1: don't know. Maybe. It's one of those things it's just hard to say yes to. Like Why? If I go, I know I'll have fun, but it's it's like it's saying yes to something that is very uncomfortable it's like hey do you want this shit scared out of you uh no no i don't but i'll get on a roller coaster
0: right anyway. i was gonna say it's exactly. like going on a roller coaster or if like you're gonna know, go to skydiving or something you know
1: yeah i don't know i, I don't know i don't know there's a there's with the roller coaster, there's a sense of adventure too, and that is more of an exciting going
0: adventure. into a dangerous environment in the dark. How's that not a sense of adventure?
1: That's not a. That's like a, a afraid for your life. That's tapping into a different part of your brain. Like I'm afraid of heights, but I will do. I've done high ropes courses. I will, you know. I remember years ago, I took Natalie to bring your kid to work day. I worked in the Sears Tower. Went out into that Willow's Tower. It's Sears went out to that box that you can see through and I just I just had to step out there I was holding her because she was really little at the time I just had to step out I looked down at first and we took the picture and I just need some time to get acclimated they looked down I was like oh that's really cool and then I was like all right I'm done so I won't pass up an opportunity like that because it's a unique adventure but getting scared is just getting scared unnecessarily like it yeah. doesn't When you do it, you get that adrenaline, all that. That part is fun, but there's not another like carrot being dangled for me to do it. Whereas something like a high ropes course or, you know, going up to a tall, you know, um, monument or something like that is there's a different thing pulling you towards it. Fighting a giant spider. Yeah. I'm going to throw spiders at you. Great. That sounds lovely.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't mind being scared if it's like. I understand that that's going to happen. I don't like being randomly scared. Like when I see these videos and these these people pranking people and scaring, them, I'm like, that's just fucking mean. Like I don't I don't I don't like that.
1: We can't do that in our house because Doug will throw a punch. Like I'm afraid of your reaction.
0: I don't do well. Scared. I don't do well with that. You get I get very angry when it's like, especially, and this is the this is the best, when it makes the most sense to scare someone is when they're deeply focused in something else. I don't like being interrupted when I'm deeply focused, let alone someone like hi, you know, or whatever. Like when <laughs> Natalie's done that a few times, and I've unfortunately been really mean back to her when she's done that, and I was like, don't do that. And sometimes it's in, well, one a couple, one time was intentional. She was crawling on all fours. <laughs> To come in that door. And then she peeks around while I was playing games or something. She's like, hi. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so mad. I got so mad at her.
1: Now she announces herself as she's going up the yeah. stairs. And this room's like towards the back of the upstairs. So she's like, hello. She goes,
0: hello. <laughs> just to let me know. She's, and that's like I'm a, a daily occurrence now, which <laughs> yes. which I appreciate. She's just like, I'm arriving shortly. Doesn't want
1: you to be scared. We also don't know. Maybe you might be taking a nap. Doug, yeah. Just, you know, go ninja nap ninja sometime. Ninja nap, yeah. He just disappear. I'm like, the king oh, of ninja nap. You must be sleeping somewhere. Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> she said, hello i'm like oh thank you for doing that because yeah. i you know my parents scared me a couple times like intentionally and i remember one time i have a very vivid memory of like i couldn't find my mom in the house i didn't mm-hmm. know where she was and like i had a dog and the dog was trying to find her and she was in our basement dark in my dad's room which i don't think you ever got to see my dad's room in. i
1: saw the house once yeah i think we went into the basement but like that was long out- you guys weren't living there if there the
0: ever house, was like, uh, a makeshift cave was that never. was it, because the basement, like, the only light that came in was, was from the window, like, wells from the from the backyard, and then that room had no windows. So it was pitch black, which also... By the way, great place to sleep, because it's fucking <laughs> dark, like you were going to sleep but my mom was hiding in there and as we were like trying to find like the dog was like sniffing out open up the door and my mom came out like frankenstein <laughs> and i remember it scared me so bad like i was crying i couldn't breathe i was just oh like God. weeping and it that's scared why shit you don't
1: me. like to be scared to this day i'm sure i don't of it. and
0: i also it's don't deep like
1: down in your in your psyche and
0: i don't like intentionally scaring people because i always feel bad like i don't feel good when i do it
1: it's funny because like jenny loves to scare people she mm-hmm. always has my my one of my two sisters and my mom is fun to scare because she has (laughs) stupid reactions like she she really could be we've all seen those videos where like there's a son that always scares his mom we should do that with my mom because her reactions are always like oh 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 like it's always like and you can't help but laugh at her reactions because she's just so I don't know dramatic and dorky and so growing up we like to scare her uh I think I have this Phobia because of Jenny though. Jamie, my oldest sister, does not like to be like chased up the stairs. Mm. There is nothing like trying to keep your feet moving Oof. and not trip on stairs while someone's chasing you. And so Jenny always thought that was very funny. Um, and I have this fear of like being scared, uh someone scaring me while I'm in the shower. Like, mm. talk about vulnerable. <laughs> you know, you're like, um, but yeah we used to scare my mom a lot because it was highly entertaining when i say we used to like honestly we still do if we have the chance now so yeah
0: it's well it's it's one of those things where uh, you know when you see those constant things of kids like scaring their parents all the time like what a miserable household to yeah if you're just all the time it's like i'm scaring you for content right it's like, what the fuck man like, right
1: what yeah are we but doing we're here? on the receiving end of it and we're like that's funny
0: <sighs> i mean here's the thing <laughs> i i don't ever want to encourage that with natalie whenever i've scared like as i'm a big guy and I scare people unintentionally all the time, <laughs> just existing. True. I just walk up, and for some reason, no one hears me. G- boom, 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 boom. I'm like, "Hi!" And am like, "Oh my god!" They turn around and see me, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, "Oh my god! He's huge!" It's like, yeah, you don't you don't want that, or mm. you know, I, the the the, I, the countless amount of times that's happened, yeah, where I've just existed and scared people. It just I'm like, <laughs> I feel horrible because there's yeah. nothing worse than like you know being scared, but then seeing someone towering over you. It's like, hi. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't following you. I just, uh, just needed to get to the fridge. I just
1: breathing heavy because I've been walking for like 40 minutes. Yeah,
0: I just wanted some cheese <laughs> out of the fridge. Slice off some Parmesan Reggiano. A little bit of balsam. A little bit of balsamic on there. A little bit of zazz. Uh-huh. Gives you the good stuff. Uh-huh. It's my snack of choice these days. Snack of choice. Snack Parmesan of choice. Parmesan Reggiano. Slice off some bits. A little bit of, a little bit of parm. Not parm. You don't put parm on parm. You put balsam. Balsamic. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What have you do You do not like
1: that? No. No. I'm not a big balsamic fan. Love it. Especially when it's, it's kind of isolated like that by itself. You put it in the uh, prosciutto pasta that I love, right? It's in that. No, it's is actually that, not. Nope. What is it in? It's in something. I haven't hello. put it
0: in anything for a long time. I used to put it in the pizza sauce that I made. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And now I put pesto in there.
1: Like, uh, I don't like it as a, like a salad dressing. Mm. If that's, you know, like a balsamic vinaigrette, no, I, I don't like it. It has, uh, like, almost like a metal type flavor mm. to me. I Don't enjoy. But I don't mind it when it's been an ingredient, some of the other things that you've made.
0: I uh, I have grown to love pesto
1: love pasta and
0: balsamic vinegar i didn't know i didn't really know what those things were and then i tried i was like pesto always seemed cool because it was wow. green so good and then i had it and i was I like love
1: that you thought it, was cool it looked refreshing it, yeah and it is
0: it's, it's, it's amazingly refreshing and then i finally had it I, I think i had some okay pesto i'm like oh that's fine i had it on a sandwich i'm like oh that's pretty good but it wasn't until i think it was like the Luca pasta yeah that i made and I was like, Costco, whoa. Costco, man.
1: Costco's got the best pesto.
0: I, I have a hard time having other pesto yeah. because other stuff tastes just boring. And that, gone, that pesto is like perfect.
1: We've gone to a bunch of Airbnbs, got groceries locally. Got pesto. It, it No good. No. Only the best one we have bought out of a jar. Costco. So good. So good. So
0: delicious. And then balsamic. Like, I don't know, man. I forget. I think I've had it with, you know. With bread at Italian restaurants, they have some some balsamic stuff and they have, you know, having them with cheese. God, it's so fucking
1: good. I'd rather have the EVOO. Get in on that. The what? EVOO. What's that? (laughs) EVOO. What's that? Extra virgin olive oil.
0: Oh, I've never heard it called EVOO.
1: Clearly you're not a Rachel Ray fan.
0: No. (laughs) I'm not.
1: All right. Is that what she calls it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. She also ruins Chinese food. According to according to what's his name, Uncle. Uh, oh. Uh, uh. The I forget. Yeah, the guy. Yeah.
1: The guy that Joshua Weissman is like done yeah. stuff with him, right? Yeah. I forget his name. Well, I can't remember his S- name. I don't know. His
0: uncle. God damn it! I gotta just, look it up real quick.
1: It's like just a regular first name. Uncle,
0: <laughs> we're gonna type in Uncle Chinese.
1: <laughs> oh God, he's what Chinese. A, what a horrible search, Uncle Chinese guy.
0: Guy, YouTube.
1: What's his name? Uh. Uncle Roger. Roger. Nailed
0: it. Perfect search query. Don't at me. I got it. Yeah. Uh yeah, he uh he makes fun of Rachel Ray for one of the ones that that well, she did.
1: Okay, look, just cuz I said
0: she You condone white colonization know. of food. Fucking admit it. All right?
1: No. Uh Rachel Ray is more of a personality to me at this point than she is a chef, but uh but yeah. I I wouldn't trust her. She's the person you go to for a Chinese food restaurant. What
0: would you go to her for?
1: Uh, a thirty minute garbage meal. <laughs> She's the thirty minute. Thought big I was queen. making fun of her.
0: Look at this. She's all right. I yeah.
1: mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any affinity to her. Listen,
0: I, yeah. Well, let's 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 just pause real quick. Yeah. She's a successful business yeah. person, and good for her. I don't hate her. But I just like I don't think I've ever made. Okay. I don't think I've ever made anything from her. Saladly okay. Yeah. Perfectly mediocre is what the <laughs> subtext is for that. Perfectly <laughs> mediocre. Fine. Totally fine. fine. You'll get so you'll it. consume calories. Yeah. You won't go hungry. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I, yeah.
1: that's the uh, that's the goal. Yeah. Eat and move on.
0: Eat and move on. Yeah. 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 Been there. Sounds like my prom night, am I right? Give me some. No. Give me some. No. Do it. No. Touch. No. Touch. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She knows she knows what's up. Get
1: out of here. Speaking
0: of solidly mediocre, what's up with Taylor Swift, Jill? Oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> Man. All right, hold on. Let me
0: pause. Hold on. Pause. Okay. Before we get started here, we have to make this abundantly clear because people will not not understand this. Taylor Swift is a. (laughs) Let's make another joke. Don't make a joke. This is serious. (laughs) Serious. Serious. Taylor Swift is fine. She's fine. She's totally fine. She makes music. She's incredibly successful. Obviously, she's propped up the American economy. And we'll her and
1: Beyonce. Hey girls. They are keeping us it.
0: keeping us going. I mean, the 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 economy that sort of exists from them just existing is absolutely phenomenal. Right. No issues with her whatsoever. She writes music. I can maybe name two songs yeah. of hers. I just I don't listen to her stuff. I've been caught in situations. Particularly, I remember going to the vet like a year ago. And they had, like, some music playing. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I kind of like song. it. I, like, I heard some of the lyrics and I typed it in real quick. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's a Taylor Swift <laughs> song. I didn't know that. I was like, it's, it's, it's poppy. It's good. It was fun. It was enjoyable. So, like, uh, for all that, you know, for whatever I've heard, it's, it's fine. You know, her and the goat song, you know, Trouble, <laughs> fantastic. It's great. The goats, also the very goats cool. The goats
1: nail it. I want to elaborate and say that um, I also want to just call out that I appreciate that of all the people that people in the world could be obsessed with right now. She's a, at least a positive person. Yes. She doesn't, you know, represent a lot of negativity to me. She, you know, seems like a good human as far as you can tell for someone who's famous and, you know, probably is disconnected from reality to some degree, mm-hmm. but you know, she, She stands for mostly positive things. She's not a Kardashian. If we were talking about somebody like that, I would be even more annoyed. So, you know, I'm glad at least if people are going to be obsessed with someone in the news right now, it's someone who seems like a good person at heart. Um, But with that said, can we please stop with all the nonsense about Taylor Swift? Oh, my God, I can't. Everywhere I go, her face is there. I can't
0: take it. Anymore. Yeah, you get this way more than I do because you're a woman, <sighs> and based on you being a woman, your algorithm just automatically. Oh, I'm, I'm like- sorry, <laughs> a white woman because like you're where a, are we going because with you're this? a white woman. You automatically get filtered to Taylor Swift.
1: I do, and um, I know we'll probably talk about this later, but I'm I'm on the Bookstagram, so if you don't know what that is,
0: shout out those deets, Jill. Where can they find you on Instagram? At
1: bookitbean. Bean. Thank you. Uh, so Instagram for book nerds is called bookstagram and, um, I am one of many white women on there talking about the books we like to read, but unlike those women, most of them, if not 98% of them, uh, love Taylor Swift. So sometimes she inundates my book nerd world, which makes me mad. Um, but now she's, you know, in the NFL world and just everybody this whole summer was talking about Taylor Swift. Um people who you wouldn't think would like her music at all. Uh Stephen A. Smith, the guy who rants about everything on ESPN. Bill Belichick, who hates everything and doesn't talk about anything. He doesn't answer questions that aren't about football, made a comment about her. I'm like, well, what is happening right now? Yeah. I don't get it. I'm confused. Yeah. And irritated.
0: So. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to uh something I mentioned last podcast, uh with Bob, Ballmeyer and Justin in that um I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift. I have a problem with her fans. Just like I have problems with Cubs fans, Dave Matthews Band fans, and yoga fans. Uh, Sometimes they can be absolutely insufferable. And um, I think part of the issue here, too, is that, like, hey, I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift. Uh, I just don't want her uh, thrust upon my life. (laughs) You know, like I've, I've, you know, her dating... This guy from the... Travis Kelsey. Whatever. Uh, See,
1: I know who that is.
0: Of course, because you are a white woman. You are funneled into that algorithm, (laughs) and that's how you know about it. He's
1: still one of the players I know from when I was really into football. Oh,
0: yeah? Yeah. What team was he originally on?
1: Oh, God, that's a deep cut of a brain freeze. Uh, I don't know.
0: Where did he go to college? I don't know. Hmm. Look, just... (laughs) Suspect. Suspect. He's a
1: tight end. I know that much. How many other tight ends can you
0: name, Doug? Rob Gronkowski. You didn't didn't say whether or not they're still active. (laughs) That guy that was on the Seahawks.
1: That guy. <laughs> was so-
0: Graham? Was that his name? <laughs> Last name Graham?
1: Uh, yeah, Jimmy Graham. Yeah,
0: I had him on my, my my fantasy football team. Didn't get shit with him. You know, whatever.
1: Oh, shit. That yeah. was funny.
0: Because I got him the year after they were using him all the time to score touchdowns. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get Jimmy Graham. He didn't get anything. Yep. That's fine. It yeah. was
1: not a good year for Jimmy that yeah. year.
0: Jimmy, why?
1: No, I've been away from football long enough that there's actually a lot of players now I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of the players I knew for a while have, like retired or... I've lost track of where they are so he's one actually still I'm like hey I actually still know that from my NFL days when yeah. I was obsessed um I want to go back though and say that I don't know if her fans are really a problem for me I mean slightly so but I can I could tolerate her fandom a bit what is bothersome to me is that what I feel like happened over the summer was her concerts became the cultural event of the year And so people who never listened to her before were like, all right, I got to check this out because everybody's going. Everybody's talking about this. And look, that's fine. Sometimes you're just like, hmm, you've piqued my curiosity. I'm going to check this out. I get it. But then obsession. And that just continued to be perpetuated all summer to the point that you have people like Stephen A. Smith and Bill Belichick and whomever talking about it. People you would never think would be interested in her. I think that's really cool that she's transcending... A lot of different, you know, generations and and demographics and all that. That's really cool. But I feel like people just were doing it because it was the cultural event of the summer and not because they care about Taylor Swift. Like it was cool to go to Taylor. It was cool to dress up. It was cool to do the bracelets. Like if you're into it, go for it. But don't be into it just because that's what everybody's doing. like your whole situation is usually it's, it's not the fans, the true diehards, it's no. the bandwagon fans that ruin it for everyone. And the second part for me that is irritating is that I just don't need any person, positive, negative, you know, polarizing, not polarizing, to dominate a news cycle. I don't want to hear about Trump every day. I don't want to hear about Taylor Swift every day. There's no one that I wanna hear about all the damn time. Just no one. Every time I open my phone, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, um, ESPN, she's there. She's everywhere, and I'm I'm just over it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, going back to like the football stuff. I mean, because she started dating uh, Travis Kelsey, yes. the race car driver. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. His his jersey sales shot up 400 percent um the uh tickets for the jets chiefs game like shot up 40 percent yeah
1: and it already cost too much to go to an nfl game by the way so that was a lot yeah and um i love the the joke they told on colbert i'm gonna butcher it i'm sorry but what they told on colbert was you know you couldn't afford to buy a ticket to go watch taylor swift and now you can't afford to buy a ticket to watch taylor swift watch football yeah um so there's that now it's like her jean shorts or something that she wore that night sold out online something else she had sold out it's just like if you like those things go for it if you like them just because she likes them Figure yourself out. Yeah. Like like what you like.
0: I feel bad for the uh, hardcore football players, like football fans who are watching this, and there was like the whole pregame, like Taylor Swift, you know, news, and then like touchdowns happen. They cut away to the booth where she is where they're like, let's check in and see how Taylor Swift is reacting to this touchdown. You know, it's like, what are we doing here? You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you think I'm ranting now, you'd be hearing a lot more if I – Oh, God. My NFL watching days – I probably would have ended up watching it on mute or something like that because I would have been so irritated. But what I heard from people that watched it was they were either showing, you know, constantly going to clips of her reacting to things or they were showing clips of Aaron Rodgers sitting somewhere in a booth by himself. So two people that had nothing really to do with the game. That's what they spent the time talking about. And I mean... I think the NFL fans had got to have had to have been so annoyed by that.
0: Well I've also heard that like some NFL teams have like or they're like, uh, welcome to the broadcast, Swifties. Or yeah. they have like Taylor Swift as like a banner on Twitter or something like that as like they're using. They're just like leaning into this. We're like, yes, give us more money, Taylor Swift, please bring you. I was like, I never would have seen the Venn diagram where Swifties and the NFL really cross.
1: That's true. I mean, that is kind of I'm funny. not saying
0: that it doesn't, but I feel like it'd be a real narrow band of people that I, fit into being both of those.
1: I agree with that. I yeah, I would think that that was something you wouldn't have expected to happen. So. I just, to me, it's the everybody wanting to get in on the the spectacle of it is, and that's why I didn't really want to talk about it now either. It's like I don't really want to bring any more yeah. attention to it. But as we were walking earlier and you brought it up, I started to hulk out and I was like, we'll oh, just save it for the podcast. Yeah, because it's
0: because that's the thing is like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to soften what I said earlier about the fans, because I think that's a clear is a good thing to call it is that like it's not the people who are diehard fans, the diehard fans that, you know, support someone like that. I'm a Blink 182 fan. Like, I, I'm super pumped. They got a new album coming out this month. Can't wait to hear it. You know, Um and when I was younger, I was like super into them. I was super into drive through records and all those bands. And I was buying T-shirts and stuff like that of, of those bands and things like that. But um, I don't know if I've, have you ever had a fandom like that where you were like, I'm not trying to paint it in a bad light, but it's like, have you been so into something where you're like, oh my God. There's this mug of this thing that I like I gotta buy it. Or, oh, there's a t shirt here. This thing I like, I gotta buy it. Or, oh my god, this is a lamp with a lampshade of the thing that I got. I mean
1: I mean if it's she just looked down at it, <laughs> look, I love books, but that's a thing. That's not like a person, that's right. not a you know, an author, it's not a musician, it's not a team. No, I don't I don't think I've ever been die hard into any one thing that hard. In my life,
0: because I want to, you know, to use a gross sales thing is I want, I want to, I want to take the trip. I want to go around to the other side. I want to know what it's like because I don't know what that's like you could to just be. Call
1: it devil's advocate. That's fine.
0: Or just try to have some empathy, some fucking empathy, some
1: fucking empathy, you have To
0: understand. I, I've never felt that way that I can that I can remember of something I was so into. I mean, I've been you know younger, being like you know I was into Ninja Turtles, and if there was like a Ninja Turtle thing, i would like I'd like to get that, but I've never been like, hey. Uh, blink 182 really likes in and out burger i've got to go buy in and out burger or you know i i i can't fathom the idea of taylor swift who's a musician is dating a player on the chiefs therefore i need to go buy the jersey of the guy that she's dating that to me
1: that's that's
0: seems absurd or look at those jean shorts that she's wearing i want to go buy those because she's wearing those i'm like that seems kind of weird um you know, uh, I yeah. mean, there's I will say like, you know, I know uh, Hurley was was a brand name that was really big in the pop punk area. And yeah. I remember buying a Hurley hat at one point in time years ago or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I like yeah, this but culture. Hurley
1: sales didn't go up by 400 no. percent because of that or anything like yeah. that. Like the Swift effect is is crazy.
0: And um, I mean, listen, if you are uh, the recipient of that wave. It's got to feel pretty fucking yeah. good. It doesn't matter how long it lasts. It's like we just yeah. saw the sales of this shit increase 400%, whatever, because I like that Taylor so Swift so far
1: she's using her powers for good and not yeah. evil, and that is a welcome change because there's too much of that I think in our in our in the US especially mm-hmm. where the people that have the loudest voice and the most influence are not necessarily the ones that you want influencing a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I'm thankful for that. My issue is not with her at all. I just don't really like the same shit in my face every day.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's what it boils down to for me is is yeah. um it's like you're watching uh back when we would watch, you know, cable and stuff like that and you'd see the same fucking commercial for something Yeah, over and over again. It's I'm like, like I yeah. don't want to buy to buy a Ford. All right, I don't care about your, you know, F one fifty, right, and all the great torque that it has, and how you can haul just oh. logs of timber up up the Commercials
1: the during the NFL are the worst. Oh. It just made me think of the, watching those games. That it's always and, like and trucks. Oh. Um,
0: the March Madness. <laughs> yeah, it was always always fucking car commercials. Oh, I'm like about. I don't uh, care about cars.
1: The Masters. Oh. Towards Turn, oh. the end of that. Oh.
0: <laughs> Get ready for the boringest thing ever: golf. Augusta. Augusta. <laughs> we're racist no get ready to watch this and if you're black you ain't coming here you know hey, like
1: tiger won it a couple of times
0: yeah but they're like we'll make an exception you know um yeah it's one of those things where it's just like, and i don't like getting inundated with things that i don't care for i don't mind targeted advertising advertise shit to me that i might buy i don't have a problem with it. i'm like oh that piques my interest but when i'm getting inundated with shit that i don't want that I didn't ask for, I get frustrated. And when you see the madness that surrounds it as well, like, let me, not madness, the excitement of other people being like, woo, Taylor Swift, NFL! Like, those things that don't match up, I'm like, that's gotta feel really uh, frustrating.
1: I just wanna go about my life without having the same thing slapped in my face all the time, no matter Mm -hmm. what it is. Like, it used to be when, um, you know, Trump was president, I could go to Bookstagram and just hide from the world. Mm I can't go to that and hide from Taylor Swift. I can't go to that and hide from seeing her at the game. Mm -hmm. And I would be just as irritated if we were talking about a Kardashian or whatever. Like, you know, that would be definitely much more negative for me personally, but it's just because I can't find a, there's no avenue in my life that it seems to be free from. And that, to me, when it's too much.
0: Yeah, that's when it's frustrating because you're I like. Think,
1: um, she's a, an amazing artist. I love that she's re recording all her music. I, go her, get your money, girl, like get your rights back. I love that. But, um, and from what I know from people who've gone to her show, she puts on a great mm-hmm. show, which to me is important. If you go to a concert with your favorite artist and they put on a crap show, like, that just sucks. Yeah. So I love that for her fans, but I just don't want to see her everywhere. That's all I ask. Yeah. I just want to, you know, go to the supermarket, and not see her face, or open up an app on my phone and not hear about her. Like, it's just somewhere.
0: Hey, she can exist. I don't care. She can go exist. I'll exist too, you know, and we'll just <laughs> coexist in this world, and I just, like, you know, yeah. don't want to hear about it. I mean, the fact that there was a newspaper that... Um, Laid off just uh, a metric buttload of that's fine. I'm
1: messing with this. That's okay. Just want to make sure it's all good. I'm just checking,
0: checking the feed. Um, you know, it's a metric buttload of their employees, the reporters. But then they're like, then they hired a Taylor Swift correspondent. Some of the sole job was to report on all things Taylor Swift. Look, and I wouldn't want up, that. Man. I don't know
1: that there might be job security on that for a couple more months, but I don't know how long it'll last. I mean, yeah. not that Taylor's going anywhere, but eventually the, the world will get obsessed with something else. And I do want to make one. I want to explain one theory. I think the jersey sales part of that is going to be because people are going to be dressing up like Travis and Ugh. Taylor for Halloween. So Ugh. just know wherever you go, they will be, you know, um, I heard Swellsy is a thing. So <laughs> so get used to or get ready for that.
0: You and I can't hear this because we don't have headphones on, but I'm going to play a fart yeah, sound. Yeah, you're going to need that. There we go. Fart hopefully that came through we'll see um, yeah so yeah I'm sure that'll be super original that's you know what? going back to Halloween real quick yeah um, let's go back something I really appreciate is people who are really unique for Halloween yeah who find really creative stuff what I don't like are people that are not creative I you know I, let me let me just back that even, even more people who think they're being creative and they're not drive me crazy they take the lowest hanging fruit and they're like I'm fucking hilarious I'm like are you example uh, let's see here it's kind of like when we were in comedy and someone's like, all right, here's your suggestion. Cucumber. And then someone's like, I'm in the grocery store. I've got a cucumber. It's like, you can go better than that. What else does cucumber make you think of? It makes you think it's something green. It's shaped like a dick. Let's go to the Hulk. who's <laughs> having
1: the spa, but okay.
0: <laughs> the Hulk's having erectile dysfunction. That's the way you start with it. That's a great way to go. You <laughs> go deeper. Go. <laughs> and go. It's like, it doesn't work. I'm sorry, Black Widow. Do you know that's how Hulk sounds? Did you know that? <laughs> I yeah. swear this never happens.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Do you know my secret is I'm, I'm always soft <laughs> <laughs> on the inside.
1: Oh god! Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Halloween. Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> so where do our where do ours fit in? Without saying, like, ah, that's fine. You it's, know, it's fine. Classic. It, it,
0: it'll be a, a classic, classic is a great way to put it. It's yeah. a great family. Yeah. Uh, one to do. I, lo- I loved uh, I love seeing that stuff where a family you know gets a gets an idea and they roll together. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, you know, I guess you know I I kind of railed there, but I didn't have like a specific example. Know. But I have seen some stuff where people just think they're incre- really really clever, and I'm like, yeah, mm, okay. Well, we went to the Halloween
1: store over the weekend. I saw a button that said, "This is my costume." costume oh, like fuck that. that. So you mean like something like that, stuff or? like that,
0: or someone's like, uh, you know, <laughs> like someone's like, "I'm I'm Jake from State Farm." It's like, wow, like a red shirt. Okay. You know, I was like, great. I'm sure someone at State Farm's just like, oh yeah, Yeah. spread the, spread the cult, spread the propaganda, baby. Free advertising. It's Jake from State Farm. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway.
1: No, I get it. It's sort of, uh, it's just one of those things, sort of pretentious and irritating. Um, I'm not that clever, so I, I couldn't come up with one that's super unique. So when people do, I, I find that to be really clever. I don't know if you'll like this one or not, but I saw a clip the other day of this uh, folks that had dressed up at their office. And I forget this woman was sitting in her costume, sitting in a chair. And I forget what she was dressed up as. It might have been like a Dorothy from Wizard of Oz or something like that. And they're like, all right. They were like taking video, but it almost acted like they were taking her picture. And they're like, "Okay, you can get up now next. And then the chair stood up and it was a person. It was like a recliner and it looked legit. It looked like a leather recliner and he like stood up and he was these like parts of the recliner. It was, it was really.
0: Hold on. Questions. One, was she sitting on him? (laughs) Yes. Two, did she know she was sitting on him? Yeah, she did. She did.
1: Because this was not an HR nightmare. We're going to go back to HR real quick. <laughs> it's like,
0: this is how you get fired for yeah, Halloween. She's it's sitting your there and then
1: his arms just go around her. Yeah. It's like, okay. son's
0: poking me back here, you know? No. Or it- <laughs> the seat was his face.
1: No, thankfully, no. His face was like the back of it. Uh-huh. And so it was almost like she was probably sitting on his lap. And it looked like a substantial costume where mm-hmm. I don't know if there was wood structure in there, but when he stood there. Oh, there up, was
0: wood. There was totally some wood, big time.
1: But she was sitting there. She didn't look like she was trying to, you know, like balance herself or anything. Like she looked like she was sitting on a normal chair. I mean, he may have even cut up a chair and turned it into a, a costume. It looked legit. So there's that. You know
0: what's legit is like cosplay. Like the people that go to like the conventions and shit like that. Yeah. I've seen some uh, insane like costumes that yeah. people put together. Where I'm like, God damn. that's Those really are impressive. cool. Yeah. Super yeah. impressive.
1: Whether they have just, like, the whole, like, and, and, and a lot of times those people have made them oh, yeah. themselves, yeah. which is really impressive. Like, sewn all these pieces or whatever, or done, like, amazing makeup. Like, I have none of those skills. whatsoever.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite ones was this couple, this man and woman, that went as Bruce Wayne's parents. And because obviously there's going to be Batman. So whenever they saw, like, someone dressed as Batman, they'd be like, my son. And then they'd <laughs> lay down and they'd die. <laughs> a lot of people were like, "Ah, I don't know what to do," but they just kept running around and doing that all the time. Oh, they like, "We good. love you, son," and then they'd lay down dead.
1: That's pretty good. It was really that's pretty funny. creative. People
0: are extremely creative at that sort of stuff. Yeah. Some of them were deep cuts, but uh, you know, sometimes it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. So all right. Well, uh, link in the description below to get your tickets to the Taylor Swift movie. Uh, <laughs> use the code MindGap to <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, yeah, that about wraps that up. Yeah. So uh, you somehow, surprisingly, to everyone in the Discord, which by the way, you can check the link in the description down below, everyone's shocked. You can read. Yeah. Wow.
1: I read good Tell sometimes. Tell us about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell us about that and why why you like to read.
1: I think I like to read for an escape. Mm. Um, I like to read for I like people's stories. That's what I love about reading. I have a a friend who particularly likes to. You do this too, but I wasn't thinking about you at this point. Doubt it. Doubt it. That likes to make fun of me for reading things that are just like emotional damage, and Mm. that's not wrong. I do read emotional
0: damage. That's the one. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's not because I enjoy like, you know, scrumptious hardships or anything. I like hearing stories about people overcoming. I like whether they're true or not. You know, like, um, what's the ESPN documentary? Oh, 30 for 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. There's E60 or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I like those stories of overcoming. I like the underdog stories, coming of age, you know, whatever life throws at you, the shit you go through, getting through to the other side. So yeah, I do read some stuff that's some hard stuff, but that's what I enjoy about about the stuff I typically read. I still like uh, you know, thrillers and, and fun books like that too. But mostly at the core I like the journey, the character journey of anyone. So I don't know, but I I don't know. It's a it's a solitary activity. I kind of enjoy that. It's my little piece and quiet time. Um, I love books so much. Yeah. I could do a podcast about books and just talk about books all day. So hear
0: that. Get ready, gang. <laughs> Cover up your butts because there may be a new podcast and you know, a unique one. A books podcast By starring a white woman. White lady. Right?
1: There's none of those anywhere.
0: But you know what? None of them have booked bean in there. So right. check that shit out. That's you know right. what I mean? Hot takes from of Bean, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's great that you've really embraced. Uh, you've always enjoyed reading as long right. as I've known you. But yeah. you've, like, the last few years, I think pandemic and things like that, you think you really kind of, yeah. you know, got it all turned up, you know?
1: <laughs> what helped too was when we moved out here. Mm-hmm. I, we were commuting on space. the train. And so I was reading on the train. What actually really ignited it for me, though, was, um, let's see, it was about five years ago I was studying for a professional certification. And I was taking a class and it was all online and then I had to read all this content and test all this content on my phone. And I'm not someone who enjoys being on my phone all the time. And so I use my train time to study all the time. And I just could not wait during all that to test, be done, and then pick up a physical book. I was so sick of staring at the screen of my phone like my thumbs were numb from this bullshit I could not wait to get a physical book and so I promised myself that when I was done I would buy you know myself but I had a couple books in mind and I was like oh I'm gonna read on the train it's gonna be great and and since then um you know I've just like every year I think oh I'm not gonna read as much as last year and then I keep reading more than You're the year it before. Every year.
0: You're piaing every year.
1: Yeah, and I don't mean to. I actually set my goals lower each time, but I just keep reading more. Like I'm already reading. I'm already have read the amount of books I read this year is is a lot, and we have a lot of time left. So this is going to be my biggest year for books, I think. And I I did. It's not on purpose. I just I just the heart wants what the heart wants. It's true. And the heart
0: wants books hot wants books free the books y'all yeah i i've uh it's funny for me with with reading like i have to really find something when i do i latch on and i don't let go and i'm into it i'm in it all the way uh but then it'll take me a really long time really sometimes years to pick something up again
1: i think we're in that stance with you right now because mm-hmm. it used to be we go to the library you go upstairs mm-hmm. you find some books that hasn't happened in a while i, find
0: some, I like comics and things like that so yeah. Um, I feel like with Natalie's next little adventure that she starts soon, and while we're probably going to stay downtown, we'll, my guess would be like, let's head over to the library. I may find some stuff you know, while she's doing her thing with her little activity. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Because there's cool stories, but I'm also a big baby, and then I'm like, when it comes to like comics and stuff, I'm like, I want them to be done. Because I don't want to be like, get all the way through and be like, oh, wait, I have to wait years before this story is concluded because I lose interest.
1: That's fair. I I don't read a lot of series. um, Mm -hmm. And and that's not on purpose. There just isn't something that I've just been like diehard about. And most of the series I think I have read are like two or three books. It's not like, oh, this is one of 12. Yeah. You know, and I'm still writing number four. (laughs) It's not. I, I don't, I'm not re- really reading anything like that. that I didn't start reading
0: Harry Potter until the seventh book came out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you're like, nothing's in my way. I can read yeah. these as I like. Well, want. I was
0: also like, I was watching the movies. I really enjoyed um, Order of the Phoenix, the movie. And I was like, you know what? I think I might bite the bull and actually read these because, you know, it was be forever for the movies come out. So I'm like, I'll read this. The seventh book's out. Great. I did. Really enjoyed the series. Thought yeah. it was great. It was yeah. wonderful. But I was like, I don't Be like, cool. I read the next book. When's the next book coming? I mean, yeah. you could argue the same thing for movies. Yeah. You know, like well the next Spider-Verse movie will come out sometime in the next four years which will be pretty cool but um, you know when it comes to like investing into something I it kind of goes to everything like if there's a series like <laughs> there's nothing more frustrating especially with anime I'll be watching something I'll be like oh man this is this is getting really good and it's like it stopped. I'm like, why did this stop? It's like, oh, they're not done with it yet. And I'm like, what the
1: fuck? They're just gonna put it down for a little while, and make you wait. I
0: was like, I thought this was done because I judge it on the idea that this is this is its entirety. Like, I watched this show, the Vinland Saga. It's like takes place in Viking times and things like that. And I watched it. I was like, this is okay. I liked it for a while, but then I didn't, and then it ended. I was like, fuck this show. And I didn't realize it was like it, it was there was a season two yeah. that wasn't out yet. I was like, <laughs> so ah. it was a shitty ending. It's just sort of, like, ah. I was like, eh, fuck this. I didn't this. like that. And I was like, yeah, because it's not over yet, you dummy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my bad, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I just like, um, I did the same thing with Attack on Titan, the, the show that I watched the first season of, and I love this, and I waited years, and they're like, the final season's here. And I'm like, awesome. I start watching it, I get all the way, and it's like, by the way, final season hasn't started yet. And I was like, No! I got all the way there, like very climactic thing. And it's like, I was like, huh, no, no, this is an ending. And My brain starts going like, uh, there's no way they're going to wrap all this up because uh, there's there's only so much time left. Here. I was like, no, 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 no. They're like season four.
1: I'm definitely like that with TV shows. Yeah. So if I read more series and books, I feel like I'd be the same way because you like comics. And a lot of that is a series driven yes. model. I could appreciate that that wouldn't be easy yeah. to sign up for. A lot of
0: that stuff. And there's some really great ones out there. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that are just really great. And I like to get the trades. I don't like to get the individual issues. So I like to kind of get them or in an omnibus, if you will, for some of those things. Um, I just, I don't like collecting individual issues. It's, I mean, that would probably be a better way. Cause those like usually come out weekly or monthly or something. I don't know how yeah. often they come out. Um, but I'm also like, I don't like cause I like to have it all in like this volume right here. This is what I want to read. I think that's, I enjoy that more. So, um, I'm always looking for something I find. That's kind of what I liked about going to the library is I would find random things. I'm like, Oh, this seems interesting. Yeah. Did another thing with that. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it was, uh, was it divine? It's, it's divine and something. And it was very interesting, very unique story of these gods that are reincarnated like every so often. So like there's the regular gods like Lucifer, um, Greek gods, Irish gods like they just get reincarnated like every so often and they just they happen. I was it was absolutely fascinating. I was like enjoying it and then like oh yeah by the way, uh, final two trades will come out soon. I'm like fuck. Ah, oh, I thought this was done. Did it to me again. No, because ah. it ended and it just kind of ended. I was like, fuck, God damn it. And I was like, I'm, and now I was like so close. I'm like, I'm not going to know how this is ever going to end. This fucking sucks. I got real frustrated. But um, I also enjoy like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to start a long series. I just want to find a cool one off yeah, comic or graphic novel. Fair. And I've, I've picked out some things that were very unique that i otherwise never really would have probably used or like looked into that i'm like ah, eh, this seems interesting or it was very cool so i definitely enjoy finding that stuff i'm I'm more of a visual person i don't hate reading but it's like you give me a choice between a graphic novel or a comic and a book i'm gonna go with a comic every day so yeah. every time i yeah. really like that
1: hey it's all all of its reading so that's what's cool mm-hmm. you know and uh I I still have a mission to get you to do audiobooks because mm-hmm. I, love, I know you have so many podcasts you're you're definitely a, an audio guy though mm-hmm. and I think um you walk all the damn time you got to have stuff to listen to so um you know all, I personally prefer the physical books uh, that's just my jam I like having them in my house I like having them in my hands while I'm reading I do have an e-reader I use it oh, here and there um, and I do audiobooks for when I'm walking or whatever. But I, um, that's my mission is to get you to do like an audiobook or two because, um, there's just like a couple books I really want you to read, and so that's gonna be my way to get. You to do
0: it. I'm not. I'm not against it. Um, and I, I should just. Because I, like I said, I I listen to stuff all the time. I just have my podcast routine and I just need to break that routine to listen because I can always come back to that stuff.
1: It's hard to get Doug to break routine. This guy loves a routine. I am. I wish I loved routine like you do, but I do not.
0: It's good though. It works out for us because you you. you challenge me to, you know, with, I've said this, without this one here, boy, the monster I would have grown up to be. I tell (laughs) you, I tell you, the slob I would have been. And all that, I'd be like, buffets are good, you He'd know. Still be I be eating
1: Chef Boy ID out of can. Yeah,
0: look at me now. Do you see my my <laughs> visceral reaction I had to that? Like, I that that uh... that's growth right there. That's growth. Because <laughs> at one point, I saw my that's the thing. It's important. I saw my dad doing. I'm like, this is okay. This I can, is normal. Apparently. I can open up a can of Chef ID and just eat it right out of the can. I'm like, well, that's cool. You don't even have to heat it up.
1: I didn't tell people that story for the longest time because I didn't want them to shame you, too. <laughs> I was like, people can't. I wasn't embarrassed. I wanted to tell people, like, you gotta, you won't believe what I caught Doug doing. <laughs> but I was like, they're going to be like, what? what's the matter with it?
0: As a father, I don't take this lightly. I, I understand the impact you can have on your children. And I was like, I've got to do better for my kid.
1: What's funny is that if you saw Natalie doing that now, you'd be horrified. You'd be like, what are you doing? Like,
0: What did she want to do? Like, she was like, uh, we were at barbecue. She wanted to put ketchup on her mac and cheese. And I was, she's like, here, have some. Like, you should try it, Dad. I'm like, I've tried all of that and i'm here to tell you no
1: and this is a guy that loves mac and cheese and he loves his condiments mm-hmm. you've always been a i'm
0: a sauce guy he
1: likes to dip mm-hmm. likes to dip things into sauce mm-hmm. so i was just and i'm grossed out by things easily when it comes to food and i'm just like i'm just gonna look the other way you do you just eat the macaroni if you put too much ketchup on it and now it tastes bad and you're not gonna eat it
0: then i'm she it. did something else or she's like dad you totally gotta try this i'm like absolutely not i won't be doing <laughs> no that. i don't know ah, I, I can't remember what it was but yeah that's that sort of stuff but you know all that to say that you know uh, Jill, Jill makes me better, and she challenges my routine. Because sometimes I just get stuck, and I'm like, "This is what we have to do." And she's like, "We well, could do it this way." And then Practical Doug takes over and goes, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs>
1: practical Doug's like, "Huh?" I'm I didn't, sorry, I, I didn't think like, about that.
0: <laughs> but he goes, Practical Doug takes a look at the the facts. and goes, "Yeah, that checks out. We could do that." I'm that like, "Cool." Out. I didn't. I just kind of get my blinders on. I'm like, "We got to do this all the time," and I just need someone to shake that up. But that's that how
1: you get shit done. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll get around to it." And then the day ends. I'm like, "Gosh, shit, I didn't do that thing."
0: Every day we're all working on ourselves in one way, shape, or form. But for me, uh, one of the things I learned was that I got to get stuff done first thing in the morning. Because if I don't, the odds of it not getting done increase drastically each hour as the day passes. And I kind of got that from my dad when he would get me up in the morning to work out. Because he's like, if you don't do it now... You're gonna have to do it later. And as the later and later of the day went on, I started to get anxiety and I would dread that. I'd do the same thing when I would mow the lawn. I was like, I should just get up and get it done because the rest of the time is just hanging over your head. You know, have you ever heard the phrase, you gotta, you gotta, um, what was it? You gotta eat the frog?
1: No.
0: No. no. It's, it's not some dirty move or anything like that. But. <laughs> It's it's sort of like a motivational I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm a yeah, good girl. Um no, it's it's one of those things where it's the idea is like you get up and you there's a frog there. Um you just like take care of the most difficult thing first. Just swallow the frog, get it done, get it over with cuz some people will do will avoid doing all that like sort of stuff. The
1: bullet maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who's eating frogs? I don't know.
0: I mean, what, they got... You can order frog legs at a restaurant, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. No, I get it. No, I... <laughs>
0: Who's biting bullets? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> at least oh. with a frog, you can assume it.
1: kids in America on their way to school. Duh. Oof.
0: All right. Right? Okay. Right? Damn.
1: Keeping it upbeat. That's <laughs> what I do. Damn. Um. No, I, I appreciate that about you, that you get up and you get your shit done. I... Don't like to do that on the weekends because five days a week, that's what you have to do. You don't have a choice. You have to get up, you have to shower, you get ready, you go to work, da, 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 all, all the things. Saturday and Sunday, my favorite thing is to do is stay in my pajamas, drink coffee and read a book. I don't want to shower and go somewhere right away. I don't want to start the... You know, all of the chores. I don't want to start my work. I don't want to do that on Saturday and Sunday. I don't. Because five days a week, I don't have that choice. And that those two days, I do. And I take it every weekend <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> if I can help it.
0: Nice. I, I'm just like, on the weekends, I'm like, I get to sleep until 745. Ooh. That's a big deal.
1: And I get up early enough, yeah. too. But I'm like, ooh, I get to read before Natalie wakes up.
0: I mean, that's definitely Doug from... Yeah. Five years ago, yeah, I was totally him. But for me, I was like, I need to get up and move around because if I don't move around, I'm not going to hit my my move goals for the day. And uh, pretty soon we come up on two years straight of hitting those move goals, y'all.
1: That gives me so much anxiety.
0: Gives me motivation.
1: I good for you. I Thanks. do think that's good. I
0: Wait. don't. I don't feel the sincerity in that.
1: <laughs> no, but. I'm glad it works for you. To me, that gives me so much anxiety about the longer the streak goes on, the more of a hard time I have with breaking it. Yeah. And I know you won't. At some point, you'll decide, my goal is this. I'm going to get to here, and then after that, I don't care, and you'll be okay with that. I would not be able to be okay with it. I would still obsess about it. I would still, like, have this thing, like, oh, now you're not doing enough. I'd find a new reason to punish myself about it. So, for me, it's better not to have that as a everyday thing. Mm-hmm. I close my rings most of the days of the week, I'm happy about that. Yeah. But I can't live and die by the rings because... I it'll just It's not a good thing for me. Yeah. But I love that it works for you. I really do. Mm-hmm. I wish it worked for me. It's a huge motivator <laughs> for, it me. Work for me.
0: Because um it keeps me moving and that's yeah. That's important to me because uh I don't wanna be a fat slob yeah. like I was, you know not that long ago
1: well i think that your way of doing like a routine and a you know get up and get after the day it's one of the reasons one of the many reasons why we work so well together Mm -hmm. is because while you're doing all your things i'm holding down the fort with natalie um and then i you know i just have to be careful about how much time i let pass before i start doing my stuff you know if i don't if i can start doing some things before noon then i'll be all right but if i don't get up and get doing anything before lunch then I'm kind of like well I'm just too tired to start laundry and all that other stuff now um I'm, I'm much worse about it after that but but it works out because then we kind of have a, a good divide and conquer between the two of us then for what we're managing at home
0: the dog helps a lot with that too because dogs got to get walked so like yeah. you know and if that doesn't happen we're all gonna pay for it one <laughs> way or another so there
1: are some days when you're still stretching and i'm like are you about done because she's just like yeah. being a total weirdo yeah when i man. can <laughs> tell when
0: i sleep in in the like till 7 45 on the weekends and yeah. she's just like in out in out just like what are y'all what are we doing today what are we doing i'm like just chill i'm stretching and then we can go
1: definitely like that this weekend i think part of it was, she was just happy that you were back from your trip mm-hmm. and like every two minutes she just come in and start doing all that heavy breathing and like teeth and like coming after me like hey can we play and i'm like oh, are you about done yet Doug? yeah, done. yeah. So- and i had walked her i mm-hmm. walked her and took her to the dog park she got exercise but she was just like ah i got <laughs> you need to go
0: for a walk yeah yeah yeah, it's one of those things where uh, she she keeps me moving, which is a good thing. And I'm happy to uh, to facilitate that. So that's another reason why I'm like, oh, I got to give him a walk. So yeah. go walk the dog. She you keeps
1: know. us all pretty active. Yeah. You know, uh, her energy. Natalie loves to play with her. Mm-hmm. love to go play frisbee outside with her. Um, she's always down to play if we're out in the yard. She's got to come too. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you're out there for.
0: Or it's just come. like you mess with her in the house. and Then like last night I messed with her and then I hid from her in the house, which was great. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> she is triggered by Doug disappearing. She's like, where did he go? <laughs> yeah, I was messing with her a little bit. You know,
0: I was just like, you know, I would move a little bit and she'd come run over like we doing and she's just breathing. And then I'd like she'd look somewhere and I'd move again. She'd come back and she's like, what are you doing? And then she look away, and I move again. And she to the point where she start like gra- She like puts her her mouth around my my hand, and she pulls my hand down. And she's like yeah. pulling on it like it's a tug toy. She doesn't toy. do
1: that to anybody else. Just no. Doug, because this is how Doug messes with her. And
0: then like so, she, she she's so funny because she's like she wants to get a toy, but she's like if I <laughs> take my eyes off him, he's gonna run away. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So she did that. She reluctantly was like, "I'm gonna get a toy," and I ran around the other way in our kitchen. And then I was banking on this, was a 50-50 shot that she wouldn't come my way. She didn't. So then I was like sneaking around. She didn't know where I was exactly. So I was like running around in a circle so she couldn't see me. And then she like ran upstairs to find me. And then I was like, oh, shit, if she comes down here and finds me, she's going to be real mad.
1: Yeah. So I, She goes I, after him hard.
0: So I did the same thing. I was like, I picked a spot. I'm like, I'm hoping she doesn't come this way. <laughs> she didn't. So she came down. And then I ran upstairs after that quietly. Yeah. And then, so she was like running around like she couldn't find me. She's getting really upset. And then I was like in our bed with the covers <laughs> over my head, which is a common spot for me to, to hide where she, yeah. you know. And, and then she came up there yeah. and then she didn't, she didn't look that hard. It was like Natalie looking for something. She oh, was he's like, not here. Anyway. It was also dark. And she was just like, <laughs> mm. and then she ran back downstairs and like, go on up there. And then she got up on the bed and jumped around but didn't dig. Like, I was like, she knows I'm here, but I didn't say anything. And then she's hot back down. And then you're like, get in there.
1: I came up to help her because I thought, well, gosh, she can't find him. Maybe I thought you were maybe in the shower with the shower curtain closed. And mm-hmm. I was like, that might be where she wouldn't look there. Yeah, And then I come up and like, you're in. The bed covered up. Like, how did she not find you?
0: And then she getting more. She got more aggressive with it. It was like. Well, but by then, then
1: she was pretty tired. Yeah, she so had then been I just up like, and downstairs so yeah. many times. She was just like, "Oh, finally I found him."
0: So then I just kind of came out and she. I was like, "Hey," and she just rolled over like, and I okay. was like, "Oh fuck Because that's like one of the best and worst things. Going back to fear, um, <laughs> when you mess with your dog and your dog's like you know coming in hot, it's like you never run faster or move as quick as you yeah. can. And you're like, this dog's gonna be so pissed when she gets a hold of me. You, you know
1: if you haven't already shared the video and like the discord of the first time we did the blanket, oh
0: god we tried to do the blanket strip where you're like hey hey and then like throw it up and then run and then you're like disappeared she immediately just yeah. bit my dick like <laughs> immediately was like what are you doing what are you doing i was like oh god didn't work that well. I also wasn't very good at it. I was like, ah! And I and you see my foot. And she's like, where the fuck are you going? And she just went after me. I
1: mean, she's a border collie. She's pretty smart.
0: She's pretty smart. She's
1: like, yeah,
0: I'll get it. She's, we've unfortunately trained her that, um, you know, if anyone gets out a blanket, they're going to try and hide from her. And she gets really aggressive.
1: She is triggered by blankets, uh, particularly when you're holding them. Yes. Like Natalie always thinks that looks super fun. She wants to do it, too. So... I don't know. There was a time like probably about a week or two ago that we were doing the blanket thing. You were doing it with her. And then Natalie wanted to do it, too. And I was like, you you better be careful because she brings it all to the table. Yeah. She's going to dig. She doesn't care about where your face is. She has Mm -mm. facial awareness. This dog like she brings it all. I'm like, you're little. She's going to get in your face.
0: It's like rubbing the belly of a cat. You gotta accept. Yeah. You're signing the waiver when you do that, where you know what's gonna happen, <laughs> and you gotta be okay with
1: it's it. It's exactly like that. Yeah.
0: I know that with her because she'll bite and she'll kind of pinch my my skin yeah. sometimes or whatever. She doesn't give a shit. That's what I she's hate, just having fun. So I, I understand.
1: Up by the noises that me, she makes. Mm-hmm. She's not that vocal of a dog. Like she'll bark at people that walk by. She want the doorbell to be rung, but. She's not one that just barks all the damn time.
0: She starts growling and it's really she's funny. Like, all
1: right, all right. like She's like whining and and I don't know. She
0: whining. sounds annoyed. Like, God she, damn it. You she know?
1: sounds annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, she's got you figured out. Right.
0: Completely. The, the scariest is when we're running laps and after a while she can't get to me. And she starts whining. I'm oh, like... Yeah. I was it's like, like
1: a high-pitched whine that doesn't even sound like her.
0: <laughs> it's like fuck. If she catches me, this is not going to be good. She starts getting real upset. I'm like, oh fuck, this yes, is so not going go to go. Well.
1: Pick up a toy so that yes, you can give her the toy instead of her coming at you.
0: Or you can sometimes roll your charisma dice to see if you can play off a deception and be like, I've just been here the whole time. If you're just like playing it cool, yeah. sometimes she'll come up and be like. Wait, what? what? Why aren't you running? I'm like, I've been here the whole time.
1: I didn't really understand that analogy yeah. at first, but I know what you do. Yeah, it's Dungeons right? and Dragons. I know yeah. it's D&D, but I don't like really
0: that. Got roll deception. Is. That's a charisma modifier.
1: You just come into the kitchen and he props himself up on the on the island like, hey, hey, uh, so how's it going? Hey, I'm just, just making some dinner. I was just kind of hanging out over here, and uh, she's like. It almost throws her off, like, oh, we weren't really playing. She's oh, like, wait, he's not okay. running.
0: This is weird. You <laughs> I know? guess we're done. Yeah, because if I stop and go, rah, rah, she's like, all right, we're playing. And then yeah, otherwise, like, if I right, stop I'm going to murder dead, you. It's like, <laughs> it's like, well, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know what else? You know what? You know what's not terrifying? What? Practical Doug.
1: Oh, we love Practical Doug.
0: That's right. So we're going to get into some ass Practical Doug. No theme song this week because you know whatever. Too Technical
1: many things to manage, y'all. All
0: right. So I've got several. Am I the Assholes? And these are actually like kind of ass practical, Jill, too. Like, just to kind of get Jill into this, because I picked someone specifically for her. And I think some of these are going to be real quick. So, we're going to go do a couple of them. So, uh, don't read this. Okay. All right. I'm going to read it to you. I'll okay. All right. So, here we go. So, this one's called Am I the Asshole? Habitually tardy friend showed up to the casino two and a half hours late and was pissed. All right. Me and my mates planned a casino outing. You have to do it like that because <laughs> <Okay>. that's. <laughs> Me and my mates planned a casino outing this past Saturday evening. Three of us drove together. The fourth said he'd meet us there. The plan was to meet at 7 p.m. The three of us arrive into the Eno. Is that cool for casino?
1: I guess so. I didn't know the lingo.
0: A little after 7. Fourth friend is not there, so we get some dinner and start gambling. At around 9.30 p.m., we decide to call it a night. Crap stable kicked our ass and go home. Fourth friend still hadn't arrived when we left. As we're driving home, I get a call from Mr. Tardy and he's yelling his ass off about how he's at the casino and we left without him. I laugh and tell him, tough luck, you were over two and a half hours late. He is still pissed at me and reading me the riot act all day, calling me a shite friend. Some of our friends have taken his side. Important to note, this dude is always late. He has zero respect for others' time. The only reason I might even consider myself being an asshole in the situation is that he did message us before we left asking if we were still there. I did not reply to him. With how late he was, I didn't think I owed him a response. So, am I the asshole? By the way, this comes from Uncle Lurie. Okay. Or Uncle Lurie. <laughs> uh,
1: Uncle Lurie is not the asshole. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. not at all. Two and a half hours? Like, what did you think we were doing waiting for your grand presence? Fuck you. No, we're on what, to other things.
0: When, when, what is the time frame where you're like, you know, where you, where you, 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 you care up to this point?
1: First of all, if you're running late, you should just text your friends yeah. and let them know. Like, I have no problem with someone being late. We're meeting at seven. Maybe we're going to eat first and then we're going to hit the tables. Okay. We're sitting down at seven. You're not here. You text and say, hey, I'm running 30 minutes late. We're, okay, we're gonna go ahead and sit down and start ordering food. Like, mm-hmm. this when you're ready, fine. But you don't say anything until you're on your way. Two and a half hours later, fuck yourself. Yeah. Like we are waiting for you. Yeah. That is so beyond rude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even if, like, I I have a perpetually late person in my life, um, but this is a whole other level. Yeah. This is where you really think the world revolves around you, and yeah. that's not cool. If you're always, you know, 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes late, I have a friend like that, and it's annoying, but mm-hmm. whatever. Like, as long as there's a hey letting you know, and you're not, like, asking everybody to change their plans because you're always showing up late, then fine. Yeah. But, like, to get mad that they're gone? Oh, my God.
0: And you're two and a half hours late?
1: Two and a half hours, you'd be lucky, like, so they went home, like... I've been out with people like we're at the second bar. Yeah, like, where are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> we have now gone into the or activity. our
0: our plans have changed in two and a half hours. We're yeah. doing something completely different, and you're not here. You don't get to weigh right. in on that. You no, know, we, yeah. yeah,
1: you missed out on the plan. So no, the the late friend is the asshole.
0: Agreed, yeah. Uncle Lurie, Practical Doug agrees. If yeah. you're late, it's you. You know, you roll. You're rolling that dice. And you they know?
1: don't deserve the text back at that point either. No, could so you have texted back? Sure, but like that doesn't nah, make me an asshole.
0: They don't, they don't get it. All right, this one's gonna be great. I already know. I got this one.
1: All right, I here sorry. we go. I'm not supposed to read it.
0: This one's from Polak seven oh one. Am I the asshole for not gifting my sister a second wedding gift? Two years ago, my sister married her high school love after they were together for about eight years. For their wedding, I bought them a pretty expensive couch, around seven point six k, because what? I yeah
1: sorry okay i'm having a hard time with this already (laughs)
0: it's a pretty awesome gift
1: for a wedding
0: almost as good as a graphics card but not quite
1: (laughs) that's an inside joke
0: (laughs) an inside joke oh
1: god okay sorry
0: all right Uh, expensive couch because it was on their wedding wish list for the uh closer family whatever that means uh back then she was absolutely stunned by the gift and said it was the best one she got however they got divorced around a, a year and a half later and I still have no clue why. But after a year break, six months ago, math, math is hard to follow. <laughs> <laughs> but after a year break, six months ago, they got back together. And a while ago, they decided they want they wanted to get married again. Oh. And again in a church with a big wedding, just like the first time. I have nothing against that, but today she sent me and my family another wish list for this wedding. And my family, who all gifted her stuff worth around five to $600 last time, don't have a problem with that. But since my gift was more than 10 times expensive, was 10 times more expensive than that, I informed her that she's not getting another one unless it's a gift card for about 100 bucks. She completely freaked out and said that's her wedding and how could I be so selfish? My family is on her side, so I don't know if I am the asshole or not.
1: Wow, that was an emotional roller coaster was something. <laughs> okay, so when i I accidentally looked at the screen and I mm-hmm. saw the second wedding, I thought this was just like a sister's second wedding, mm-hmm. and I was like, i would I don't know how to think about it practically because both my sisters are married, and it's mm-hmm. their first and only marriage. so, but I feel like if they got married a second time to a different person, I would give them a gift. So she got married to the same guy mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can we back up?
0: Okay, I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> I want to back up to the seven point six k couch. <laughs> I love my sisters, but I am not spending almost eight thousand dollars on their gift. If, if I'm going don't with,
0: worry, your sisters don't listen to this podcast. It's cool.
1: <laughs> they wouldn't spend that much on me either. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wouldn't want them to. It, what I know my sisters would be in on this with me is like, alright, you want this $8,000 couch, we're gonna get mom and dad to spend like $6,500 we'll split the other <laughs> And one. then we'll, we'll what f- we
0: come in for the other $1,000. Right,
1: yeah, that's the practical way to do this shit. <laughs> um, so that is a whole like, I don't know why you would give somebody that, even your sister, like that I don't know, maybe they've got a lot of money, but that that shocked the shit out of me. Oh, so, okay now that I got that off my chest I... I don't think she's the asshole. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I were in that situation, I'd probably give something small just to avoid the whole issue. But yeah, there would be you no know, five, $600. I wouldn't have bought that expensive gift the first damn time, but wow. I, I have a lot of emotions about that.
0: Yeah. So for me, it sounds like the uh, original poster here is really focused on the couch that they gave him the first time. I'm more focused on the fact that I'm like you got married to this person, <laughs> yeah. you got divorced, yeah. you got back together and then you had another wedding.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. Another another wedding. You paid yeah. for you you spent the money again yeah. Yeah. to get Now listen, I don't know. I've you're my only wife, my only <laughs> marriage. If I if we got divorced and then got back together. I don't think we would hold no, another wedding.
1: Would it? If you and I got divorced and then got married again any time later, it, it was small the first yeah. time. But it would have been like, let's go to you know the courthouse, drinks, yeah. go out to dinner. Like We would be very practical about it. So yeah. I'm 100% with you. You have a hard time that they got married again. And yes, the math was hard to follow. They were only married a year and a half the first time. And yeah. then how much time it would take? So be? they got a divorced break?
0: around a year. Wait, I'm sorry. So they got married. So they were married. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. There Forget go. the
1: two years ago at the beginning because that doesn't matter.
0: We don't yeah, know right, how right, long right, 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 right. They got divorced around half a year later. So they got married. They, only, they got divorced in like six months. Jesus Christ. And then they took a break for a year. Oh and God. then six months before, you know, if like I
1: bought that couch, that would be your wedding gift, your divorce gift, your getting married again gift. You just had a kid gift. That would be your gift for the rest I'm, of your damn I'm life. I'm burying
0: you in that couch. <laughs> yes. I'm bearing you on that couch. That's how that's happening. I, I'm uh. I'm upset by the fact that they they got married, they got divorced. They got back together, then they have the audacity to be like, We're gonna throw another wedding yeah, again. That's
1: And that's everyone's gross. like,
0: We're gonna buy them more gifts. It's like, no. No.
1: What did you do with all the shit we bought you the first time? Why? You divvied up the pots and the pans and the monogram towels and whatever the fuck you register for. You yeah. Get rid of it. What right. It? Who
0: took the graphics card, right? Who took the graphics card?
1: Who took the graphics card? Right. I, I mean, mean, I'm
0: sure that was a bitter. What they should have done
1: was, you know, hey, let's give you a second honeymoon or whatever. Right. Like,
0: or we'll throw you a barbecue or some yeah. shit. Like, we'll like. I think it's absurd. So That's I boil this down. Polak 701 is not the asshole.
1: No, and read my words. This girl's getting divorced again.
0: I. Okay. I mean, listen. This hey, listen. Divorces happen. All right. It happens. It's fine. It's part of our American culture. We love it. Um. But uh, it's just like, hey. Uh, You chose to get married. You chose to get divorced. You chose to get married again. um, To the same person. person, That's the kicker. uh, You do not get, you are not entitled to anything at that point in time. If you
1: got divorced, new relationship, new life, you know, whatever, that's a New life, who
0: dis, you know?
1: Well, you know, like people have a second marriage. Maybe they are, um, they both have kids. Mm -hmm. They've got a blended family. I give them some gifts They'll let them start their lives together. Yeah, it is their stuff. I believe in that, but like, this is the same two assholes getting married.
0: No, no, you're not the asshole. Your your sister can get oh my fucked. God. All right, last one here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Am I? This was from uh, Pale Strike Eight Nineteen. Am I the asshole for giving my niece a birthday present in front of her other niece? Oh God! I, this one I got <laughs> just for you. It's called Trigger Triggering. Yep. Hallie my husband's niece just turned 11 we were out of town for a birthday yesterday we went over to my mother-in-law's house for lunch my husband's siblings and some of their kids were also there especially for this story Abby who is nine so we brought the gift to uh, give to Hallie I didn't think it was a big deal Abby also got a present from us for her birthday a few months ago they're in the same price range, around uh, seven point six k.
1: Yeah, real nice couch. Forty five dollars. Just what an eleven year old needs. <laughs>
0: yep. So it's forty five bucks. So it's not like we gave Abby a pencil for a birthday and Hallie an Xbox. Yeah. Right before we left, I gave Hallie my car keys and told her to go grab her present from the car. Abby went with her and came back and immediately started wanting that she didn't get a present.
1: Yeah. It's not, sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting. Sorry.
0: I explained it was for Hallie's birthday and then Abby went to her parents and started a full on tantrum. Now Abby's dad is mad at us and saying we should have given Hallie her present more discreetly because it's not fair for one kid to get something. Funnily enough, my six year old nephew understands the concept of a birthday present and is happily sitting on the floor while Hallie shows it to him. My husband and I are saying it's ridiculous to turn this around on us and everything was getting uh, very unnecessarily heated in my opinion. Abby's parents are harping on about fairness and then going in on my mother-in-law for letting Hallie open the gift and saying she should have been made to wait at least. Hallie's parents weren't there.
1: Wow. Okay. Am I the asshole? Hashtag triggered. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I am totally on the side of the poster here. Um, And mostly because of the ages, honestly. Uh, You know, I do... I, I will say that there is a particular age range, and it, it maybe depends on the kid a little bit, but I would say three and under, where it's hard for the sibling to have a birthday, and they don't get it yet. Yeah. They don't have an understanding. I feel like when Natalie was four, that's when she understood Halloween, so four would yeah. be a good age where you don't need to do that anymore. But nine and 11? I mean, come on. No. like you don't, You had your birthday already. This is your eleven-year-old sister's birthday. Why would you expect her getting a gift?
0: So nine means they're in third or fourth grade. Yeah, you, you're old enough to know better. You're old enough
1: to know. You're old Six enough to know better. Six-year-old was handling it. I mean. I do appreciate, I remember that stage with Natalie. I remember that stage with my nieces and nephews where you kind of gave a gift to the younger baby, you know, sibling or whatever. I think that's fine when they're one and two. Well, one, they don't really know.
0: Yeah, they're dumb.
1: Three, where they're kind of like, wait, why are there presents and I don't have one? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Give them a little something on the side. But (laughs) at that age, at some point you need to help your kids understand that it's not your birthday. So, they get to blow out the candles. They get to open the presents. I've been to a lot of birthday parties where the the kids that are there are all, like, so in the business of the kid opening the presents. And they're kind of almost opening the presents. That drives me crazy, too. I know it's hard when you're a kid. You're so excited. But they need to know that this is about this other kid. And they need to be excited about that and making that a thing because everybody gets their turn yeah you know it'll you'll have your time at some point that is if you are doing this at their age you're perpetuating a problem that you shouldn't be you need to be fixing way before they're nine and eleven years old
0: yeah no i agree um if you uh, there's a certain point in time where you have to have a child understand Mm -hmm. that just because it's someone's birthday doesn't mean it's you get something too that's just not how the world works and you need to learn to accept that and to be nine years old. Like yeah. Natalie understands that she she's she's seven, seven and a half. Yeah, you know, had
1: their, I mean you should actually be thankful their birthday came first in the year. That should make right. it easier. <laughs> if you're having a hard time, that should make it easier. Well you already had your birthday. If
0: if I had if if my in-laws or whatever was like oh, I really wish you would have had Natalie get that more discreetly. I'd be like, she's eleven and your kids nine.
1: Yeah you are were we hiding the fact that it's your sister's birthday like Like, what are we doing sister you're where she was born separately from you right
0: what are you doing like (laughs) this is crazy it's like uh my cousin's upset because i my birthday and it's whatever it's fucked up it's stupid so yeah no you're not an asshole there's
1: a time and a place for that and i think it's a very young age like two and three years old and Mm -hmm. after that you know might depend on the kid or whatever but definitely 4 or 5 6 you should be working towards it's this person's birthday this is about them your t- your turn will come Right. you know like let them be excited about when it's their time right. to do it you know i think Natalie's first big friend birthday party was for when she turned it was last year when she turned 6 or turned 7 7 oh i feel like maybe it's cuz i've been to so many damn parties that it's harder it's a remember. real it's a
0: real battle it's a real battle
1: but you know she was really excited about mm-hmm. when and she still is every birthday party we go to well for my birthday i'm gonna do this and it's not till february so we got a ways to go but that's but that's how you get them excited about when it's their turn what they're gonna do just talk about it yeah. instead of you know pacifying them with like here's your gift so you don't make a big fuss yeah like that's i can't even deal with that
0: it's no. nonsense
1: no. And if that's what any of my family members or my friends demanded, I'd be like, well, then we're not coming to your party, and neither kid's getting anything. Yeah. We just won't so do gifts. We'll cancel gifts. That's how gifts. that works. We'll take the
0: Chris Cochran way. We'll just cancel all the gifts. That's Birthdays what we'll do. Are They're all canceled. <laughs> Fuck your birthday.
1: I mean, kids have to understand that everything's about them. Mm-hmm. And you need to be excited about when things are for your friends. Like, that's a healthy growth for them to understand that you know this is about celebrating this person it's you know i'm not trying to hate and not trying to crap on birthdays or anything like that but like if you can't learn this by the time you're 9 or 11 you're going to struggle with a lot in life yeah so it's going to be tough yeah it's
0: going to be tough so all the posters you're not the assholes so yeah keep it up keep it up keep it up wow this has been fun jill uh now's the part of the show where we get to recommendations uh, recommend things we're watching, we're reading, we're listening to, we're experiencing. Uh, what would you recommend for people this week? One thing. Just one thing? One thing.
1: thing. Well, Don't I know greedy. I... <laughs> I know I'm, like, way late to the party, but I finally watched Shit's Creek.
0: Mm. And Justin would it. be very happy to hear that.
1: Well, I have a really hard time prioritizing, I can't talk anymore, prioritizing TV over books. Um, I love TV, love, love it, but I have to be careful with it. Otherwise, the books go to the wayside. Um, so that was, like, a nice reprieve, and I really, if you have not, like, taken forever to watch that like I have, um, definitely watch that.
0: Justin will be very pleased to hear that. Um, I would recommend uh, the, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's just like Florida Gators. It's a documentary on Netflix about the Florida Gators uh, in the mid-2000s. Um, I'd say I recommend it solely for the sake of, um, I think Justin and I are going to talk about it next week and how it made me feel really sad. It was an it. interesting
1: conversation that we had on the walk. Yeah. So I don't want to watch it, but like, Very, it was fun to talk made about. made me
0: feel <laughs> like I had mixed emotions watching it. Um, but I think you should check it out so we can have a conversation about that because we're going to be just and I are probably going to be talking about it next week because I felt a certain way about it. So check it out before next week.
1: I had to bring up my Goodreads because you're like, if you want to recommend one book, I have to like, I didn't huh? say one
0: book, I said one thing, and you did the one, one thing?
1: thing. No, I would mean, <laughs> need a book. And can I have two books?
0: <laughs> I wonder where Natalie gets her negotiation skills from.
1: All right, two books. Two books. All right. Uh, Changing All-Stars. I told you about this book. It is, um, it's kind of like set what the future could look like in a very um, depressing manner. If the capitalist and, um, you know, highly incarcerated world of the United States of America continues to go forward, essentially people in these prisons could elect to get into this program. It's kind of like a gladiator style thing where if you opt into it, if you survive for three years, don't get killed, then you get to go. You're free.
0: It's like the running man.
1: And it is like highly, it's a sport. It, they turn into a sport. It's all marketed. It's gross. Um, But it's a fascinating book and um, highly recommend that. Who's the author? Oh, I couldn't say his name. Do you want to give it a try?
0: Uh, Nana Kwame uh, Ajay Ad- Ad- Brenya. Fucking nailed it.
1: Yeah. Chain Gang All-Stars. If you look for that, you'll...
0: Chain Gang All-Stars.
1: And the other one um, that I'll recommend is kind of a YA book. That's... that's
0: Young Adult.
1: adult. Um, The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson. It's kind of a Carrie-inspired-ish book, Um, but there's elements of like race and classism and stuff in that, too, and um, a little bit of supernatural things going on and i really enjoyed that one as well
0: nice jill where can people find you uh and your books your books booktastical uh thoughts
1: my booktastical uh little world is on instagram bookstagram for those that are down with the lingo at it bean i have a tiktok i don't really use it Maybe one day I'll throw some things on there. It's also at Book It Bean. I'm at Book It Bean on all platforms. Thank you.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can follow Mind Gap on all social media. By that, I mean TikTok and Instagram. Uh, at Mind Gap Podcast, because fuck Twitter and fuck Facebook. <laughs> uh obviously check us out youtube.com slash mindgap podcast like and subscribe check the description for links to our merch at rudbubble our discord for joining the community and uh patreon patreon.com slash mindgap podcast for uh sending us some money so that we can host this shit we appreciate that um justin would say be sure to, uh, wherever you're listening to this, uh, like and review. And, of course, the most important thing is to share us around. If you find something funny and cool, share it with your friends. Share it out to the world so we get more eyes and ears on our stuff and help us grow. It would mean a lot to us if you could do that. So thank you very much. With that being said, I want to say, Jill, it's been a goddamn pleasure having you here. Thank you. This is so much fun.
1: I had a lot of fun. Thanks thank for you. having
0: me. Thank you for coming to my room to record. Yeah. This is this Thanks is for fun.
1: me all the way from downstairs. <laughs>
0: yes, it's yeah. very very nice. <laughs> so with that, I'll say uh, thank you uh, so much for listening. Thank you so much for for watching. We love you, and you all have a dandy fucking week. Bye. Mind Gap Podcast.